Hello and welcome to Students of the Earth. I am your host, Juliano Montañez. I started this podcast because I wanted to create a community where people like myself can learn about all the amazing ways we can improve our daily lives. I'm still learning every single day and I hope to keep learning in the future so I can share my findings with all of you. Each week, I will be discussing new topics such as nutrition, exercise, environment, wildlife, healthy and sustainable living, and overall how to coexist with our planet. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast and follow me on Instagram at studentsoftheearth underscore. Join me as we take note of the lessons we learn from the earth. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Students of the Earth. Thank you so much for joining for today's episode. It's going to be a really, really good one. I hope each and every one of you is having a really good week so far. And thank you again for joining me today. We're going to be talking about a really good topic, very interesting, and at the same time, it's a very sad topic that's going on today. You might have heard of it before, but today we're going to be talking about ghost nets and how are they affecting our oceans. And before we get started, once again, thank you so much, everybody, for giving me feedback about the podcast and letting me know that you're enjoying it and also for joining me once again today. So let's go ahead and get started with today's episode in defining what ghost nets are, how are they affecting the ocean, marine life, and a bunch of other different things. You've probably seen a bunch of different animals that are struggling in the ocean that get entangled with these fishing nets. So let's go ahead and get started today. Like always, we'll give a definition and then give a lot of really good information afterwards as well. But more on my personal side, I actually first heard about these ghost nets when I watched the documentary Seaspiracy on Netflix. You guys have heard me talking about this many times on the podcast, and it's just because it's such a good documentary that I still recommend everybody to watch it. So go ahead on Netflix and start watching this, but ghost nets, what are they? Ghost nets are fishing nets that have been left or lost in the ocean by fishermen. These nets, often nearly invisible in the dim light, can be left tangled on rocky reefs or they drift in the open ocean and this is very very bad for our oceans obviously if you guys have seen for example sea turtles sea lions whales and a bunch of other marine animals that get entangled with these fishing nets that are left in the ocean because they either broke off from the bigger nets or they had bigger holes in them and they weren't really doing the job Sometimes fishermen from big fishing boats and big fishing industries will just discard the nets and leave them in the ocean. And sometimes they break off from the bigger nets themselves. And these are some of the ways that these ghost nets actually end up in the ocean and harming so many animals. You can see sharks, swordfish, as well as a bunch of other different animals as well. And their main purpose, obviously, is to fish. These nets can go from being really, really long nets called drift nets to smaller nets that entangled schools of fish in an area. And once they break off, they actually cause a lot of really bad harm and bad stuff to the ocean. They can also attach to coral reefs and destroy coral reefs because they can dim out sunlight that is very important for coral reefs to grow. So it's affecting not just larger animals, but also smaller marine life and just basically everything in our oceans as well. But more on the history of fishing nets, Fishing nets have actually been traced back to the year 27,000 BC that were discovered in Korea, which makes them the oldest fishing implements discovered to date. This is incredible that, you know, back in the day, 
really back in the day, people were using fishing nets in order to gather more fish. So this has been used by humans for a very, very long time, obviously. They're obviously being used today, but the outcome of it is being really bad for the ocean, obviously, because you want to be quicker, you want to be more efficient, so you create these longer, bigger nets that can entangle anything, not just fish. So if you ever see, for example, on a can of tuna, that it has a sticker or a label that says dolphin safe or turtle safe or things like that. This is actually a very sensitive topic because how are you guaranteeing that dolphins and other marine animals are going to be safe from all the tuna being caught? How are you going to prove that? Like, how are these dolphins actually getting out of these nets or not even entangled if these nets that are huge and just sitting in the middle of the ocean? So I personally don't trust many of these logos when it comes to dolphin safe, unless there's hardcore facts about sustainability, which there are none. Again, watch the documentary Suspiracy, and you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. But like I was saying, these ghost nets are what you see entangled in all of these different animals in the ocean, harming them and killing them as well. But according to a 2018 study in the scientific reports, Ghost nets make up at least 46% of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. If you know, in the Pacific Ocean, there's a giant, literally gigantic garbage patch just sitting in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And yes, this is real. A lot of us don't think that it is, but it is there. And 46% of it is due to ghost nets. And these fishing nets never go away. They will stay out in the ocean and end up breaking into smaller particles until they become microplastic, which is not good for the ocean either. You can find all this information on worldwildlife.org. They have a lot of really good information about a bunch of different topics. So make sure to check that out if you want to read more on that. So what is the problem with these giant nets? It's come to the point that it's just destroying our ocean. So they're really not good for anybody. Since hundreds of animals can be caught in a single net, you can see what the threat can be. Endangered whales, endangered sea turtles, endangered sharks, even if they're not endangered. Animals that are not meant to be caught by these nets are still being caught and killed by them. And ghost nets, like I was saying, will harm anything in its path. Like it'll just float out there in the ocean, it'll sink to the bottom until it catches on a coral reef and end up damaging it as well. So all in all, these giant fishing nets are really bad. For our oceans and for us as well, this episode was more on the lines of making everybody listening realize that there's so many other threats out there than just plastic for our oceans. Ghost nets and fishing nets are harming everything in its path, and this is something that could be stopped if we all put a little bit more effort in order to do so. There's a sound for your homework, everybody. So what can we do? Something you could do is that you can go online, for example, on care2.com or change.org and find petitions that have to do with ghost nets. And not just ghost nets or fishing nets. You could go and sign petitions about everything that's happening in our world today. But if you go ahead and check out the Instagram page, see legacy or only one, you can go to the link in their bio and sign petitions that will end drift nets, which are the nets that stretch miles upon miles across the ocean 
and they go vertically all the way down to the bottom of the floor in order to catch everything. So you can sign petitions on their websites in order to ban the use of drift nets that end up becoming ghost nets in the end. This is something that I've done, and every time I see a petition for a specific side of the world that wants to ban these drift nets in order to prevent ghost nets from being created, I go ahead and do it. It really takes two clicks in order to do so. And the number one thing that we can also do in order to prevent these gigantic fishing nets from being used so often is to stop eating fish right now. If you stop eating seafood and focus your diet on a plant-based diet, which you can do so and still be extremely healthy and gain all of the important nutrients and vitamins that you need for your daily life, if you do this, you're still going to be contributing to a good cause to stop the use of these gigantic nets. That is my best recommendation for all of us listening today. Thank you so much for joining on this week's episode. I hope you found something that sparked curiosity in you and something that you want to keep learning more about. I just gave you the intro to it, and I'm sure that you've seen all of these different animals that are getting entangled in these nets, and it's something that won't stop unless we change our diet and we consume more of a plant-based diet. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Juliana Montanez, your host. We'll see you on the next one. Take care.